Please listen carefully. I don't know. Why does anyone listen to this podcast? What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister, the podcast that is dedicated to every single one of our six listeners. I'm Woo. Christina. I'm Natasha. I like how the number increased, by the way, now that we know Michelle listens. Mm-hmm. And I'm Stephanie. <laughs> Don't forget <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh, and today we have a very special episode, an after school special dedicated to our friend Aurora. Uh, we are recording this episode literally hours before it should be scheduled to go live uh we are dedicating it entirely to best weddings because we spent a good portion of our day yesterday at her wedding and we felt so honored and so happy to be invited that we were like what if we do an entire episode dedicated to her and dedicated to weddings and we thought oh that's how much she must love us that she'll listen to this for some reason (laughs) But if we said, hey, Aurora, this yeah, one's gonna, for you. <laughs> we, we Name it for her. We had such a good time and it was such a lovely wedding and it got us in the mood. It got us in the spirit um, to talk about weddings. Now, hot button issue with regards to this episode that we just sort of discovered we didn't really uh, figure Discuss. out partly because we were tired by like 9 p.m. yesterday because we're so fucking old now. Um, that we were like out of our minds. So we didn't really go too deep into how we were going to do this. Um, Are we talking about uh, movies and TV shows and books that are about weddings? That like the wedding movies, TV shows? Or are we talking about the best wedding or the best wedding in a movie, TV show, or book? I went with in. I think those are, I did, I went with in as well. But I have a lot of a lot in my back pocket, I, to be honest. Yeah, like I technically my pick could be iconic wedding moment, but also it's a wedding movie. So, mm. but is it but is it about the wedding that's in that wedding movie? Essentially, yes. <laughs> then I think we're covered. I think we're going to be talking about the best weddings in something, but I think we'll maybe save some time at the end for just a couple of iconic weddings that we don't get a a chance to touch on and i want to say this knowing that who i am typically as a person is not someone that is a big fan of weddings aurora's wedding was my first adult wedding because previously (laughs) anyone i know who has gotten married i was like don't invite me i appreciate that this is a special moment to you i don't care but i love aurora and i was like oh i'm coming to this one also what a great excuse to dress up we all looked fire uh, yeah, but, fashion forward. <laughs> oh, fashion forward baddies is how I described it. The Instagram people were losing their minds over how good we looked. I, at one point, we looked like the poster for a Christmas party movie. And I think that was amazing. Yeah. But having said that, I fucking love me a wedding movie. There is something about a very well done one that is just like, mm, I don't have to actually be invested in what's going on to love this. And I think we'll get to that more at the end, but I wanted to preface that I'm very excited for this conversation because it's also like me with sports movies and TV shows. Mm. I'll never watch a sports game in my life. I will absolutely watch all of the fake TV shows about them. Like Steph watching F1 reality <laughs> shows. It's just one F1 reality show. Yeah. And I got someone interested now. in it last night. That's, that's what matters. You did. 
crazily. That's what crazily. I'm saying. Netflix, Netflix should be paying us, okay? Because we've got one of our listeners to listen to everything we do a review of. And yesterday, Steph was out here hand-selling that F1 documentary reality series. Drive to Survive. And she got two even, people even I'm we're thinking watch it. about it. Even I'm Three. Thinking, I was just like, all you had to say was Jerry Hollywell. And I was like, all right, I'm interested. What's going on here? Yeah, you hop <laughs> to it. You have... This, this season isn't even over yet so you have till you have the next i think march 2022 and you'll be ready for season four i believe season four How there's so many season? this is crazy for a, last year they talked about covid year before that and the year before yeah so they had three seasons we, we love some covid drama <laughs> we do love some covid drama and so with that, knowing that our girl Steph is such an influencer, which is your favorite wedding that you want to talk about today? So thinking to myself, I was like, you have to pick a marriage of convenience book. But then I'm lying in my bed as I as we mentioned, I was trying to take a nap and I was like, no, that's doesn't that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right. So I went with the wedding of Haley and Nathan Scott in One Tree Hill. <laughs> and I know both of you have not seen One Tree Hill, or have has any of you seen I've One Tree? I've seen some I've episodes watched, actually. I watched the first season of One Tree Hill, and like so, I guess I have to give the backstory. One Tree Hill is about two brothers with the same dad but different moms that go to the same high school, but they both love basketball. <laughs> <laughs> And through basketball, they come together. Lucas and Nathan come together two to be white boys and two basketball. white boys with their murderer father. That's a spoiler, but what can we do? And they come <laughs> together. And so Nathan is the bad boy. He's like the hot, popular jock. He ends up falling in love with Haley, which is Lucas's best friend from like ever, I guess, like children. And like this is the that's the only Lucas and Haley are the only platonic relationship in a TV show. The the, the foundations they started this show came out in what two thousand and six. Wild. Anyways, I feel like it, it's older than that. No, I think. Mm, don't make me Google it. Don't make me <laughs> Google. Two thousand and three. You are correct. Two thousand and three <laughs> to twenty twelve. What? Um. So, anyways. They get married in high school so she can fuck him. I'm like, uh, definite. That's what happens. She's like slightly relig- Guys, is my memory wrong? Let me know. <laughs> you have to you have to t- tweet at me if I'm completely wrong. But no, so they get married, I think, at the end of season one. And then season three, that's when they have the big shindig, re- Val Renewal. And it is the most drama-filled wedding that's stuck into my mind. That that one has stuck into my brain. Season three, episode twenty-two, finale. I don't think I can explain this well enough. But at the end of the wedding, everything's holly jolly. There's like the little drums going on. The bride and groom come upon a car accident. His uncle has driven off a bridge, ladies and gentlemen. He's driven off a bridge and he's submerged in water. And you know what Nathan, the groom, decides to do? He's like, I'm going to save them. So he jumps off. <laughs> off in the bridge into the water to save his uncle and it ends with Haley in her wedding dress screaming over the side of the bridge be like nathan because he hasn't he hasn't um become up from the bottom of the 
of the lake of the pond that they're in and that's the end of the season and that's the end of the wedding she's literally in dirt on her wedding dress screaming over the side of this bridge for her groom and you see and i'm like this is burning to my brain his boutonniere of flowers just drifts to the top of the water whoa yeah drifts to the top of the water and you're like oh my god he's dead they just had their wedding they just had their valve renewal oh the uncle was driving the limo also he was driving the limo that he they shot off into the bridge into the water so what, why did he drive off the bridge he was drunk and his high school girlfriend oh so was, this is brought to you by mad yeah this is angry. <laughs> his, his high school girlfriend who was who is classmates with the other with with the groom essentially it's like why don't you love me blah 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 they get into a fight and she like turns the wheel and he, Wait, but he's like I, hold on yeah uh, Nathan's uncle's dating a high school girl. Yeah. Girlfriend is currently dating a high school girl. Yeah. His uncle. His adult uncle. But that's a plot point because she lied about her age. But it's getting too deep. I just... Wow. So that's... So that's the high school marriage you never... Wedding you ever saw. What actually happened? Did he die? Of course not. It's a, it's a CW yeah, show. It was season three, and there were still nine more. I mean, didn't somebody get shot on that show too? Yeah, that happened. That season three was wild. So season three, you had a school shooting. This is when you know One Tree Hill was getting serious. Is when the title card opened and it was just black with One Tree Hill on the top. They didn't, <laughs> but they didn't waste your time with the music. It'd just be like One Tree Hill. <laughs> That's like how you knew something Although, was going. Their down. soundtracks were excellent. Yeah, they were so good. Like this is the only reason why I remembered somewhat of the years because I just used to like streams not stream i guess download and torrent yeah. their soundtracks <laughs> every season and be like all right one tree hill soundtrack again that song where while Haley's screaming over the edge of the brig for her husband that's a good song <laughs> i've listened to that many a time i think in that era the only cw show that actually killed off like for real for real killed off a character especially a main one was the oc and it was when Marissa. they killed off marissa and it was because they they hated the actress that played her and she wanted to leave i think she wanted to leave and i think they were and i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly nobody liked her so they were like let's make sure she can't come back she did she did um yeah so one tree hill we've later found out that the executive producer is very toxic very disgusting very gross and the three girls so peyton uh I'm thinking of the actresses Carrie Haley Payton and Brooke now have a podcast about it or they have a podcast that they talk about their time on One Tree Hill uh, which I haven't listened to but I should and I feel like they have very much good insight into what was going on behind the scenes because like on our mind we didn't know what was going on I assumed everything was holly jolly but no because that's how it is on a CW show apparently you get to a point and then it's just toxic <laughs> bullshit all the I way I believe it <laughs> and chad michael murray is in this i also never mentioned like he's he was lucas gun chad michael murray that's that's also the one Sophia thing Bush. that i feel like that's mm-hmm. the one thing everyone knows about chad michael murray and the one thing everyone knows about one tree hill like even if you don't know anything about either of those things you know that chad michael murray was on one tree hill and the man gave up gilmore girls for it which i think that was a good call because he was the lead but who knows who knows? Interesting that he has never I mean, risen now, to popularity. Now he's writing books with Heather Graham. So, you know. He has his own, like, I think, 
Hallmark-esque kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. But it's interesting. I, mean, like, in a Hallmark I don't think movie, he I really think. needs to work much because it was like weird because was it he came out of like whatever like semi acting retirement to do writing or something Did he? like a couple years. yeah he literally wrote a book with heather graham and then i think he wanted to write one on his own cool cool for him it's very weird oh i should also mention sh- should i talk about the romantic drama of one tree hill or no because it's no, a it's a tangled web ones. it's a tangled web. okay fine that was that yeah, was no, the no, main love story we're, we're just <laughs> talking about do. weddings and we're trying to keep this short. Huh. All That's right. your turn. <laughs> so well, Nat... mine was a. I think mine was a very easy decision for me because when I think weddings, I obviously think Bollywood. So mm. to kill two birds with one stone, because I didn't want to cover this in our Bollywood episode, I would rather color, cover something else. I decided to choose an iconic. Bollywood film, um, which technically is about a wedding, <laughs> I guess. Um, and it's called, um, oh my god, Dilwale Dilania Lejange, which literally means the brave hearted takes away the bride. Okay. Oh, which is takes yeah. away the bride, takes away it's the a bride. kidnapping. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> Um, but basically it's a classic. Okay. This is like the reason why this movie is so iconic is because I don't know if you guys know the Bollywood actor Shah Rukh Khan at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he's pretty much everywhere now, even in like some Western media, but basically this is the movie that made him the iconic rom-com actor like this is what got him really started in the business and he's probably the most famous actor now for like our age people well my age people anyway um because of this film it's solely because of this film and they just kept like typecasting him into the same role so he became like the matthew mcconaughey of his like whatever bollywood bollywood life but this was the film that got him there and it's because this film was so well received despite being kind of the same as every other Bollywood film because like this is where I come in like hesitantly when I'm like oh yeah it's it's got an iconic wedding scene or a wedding but every Bollywood film has a wedding <laughs> so it's like how how do you choose yeah cuz what makes this wedding this one, the best wedding i will say this one is iconic for a looks and style it's great i have seen better in terms of style absolutely <laughs> because modern times people people got some stuff going on that are beautiful but like this the music is iconic for this which is one of the big reasons i wanted to bring it up because as i announced in our private um instagram thing um this is going to be a broadway musical apparently so i'm super excited because i know every single one of these songs by heart like i just this was my favorite movie this movie came out in 1995 so like the year my sister was born i was in the in in the start of my like bollywood film like entry and this is one of the first films i'd ever seen that i like recall watching as a bollywood film sorry not not any cartoon films obviously can't Um, wait to watch it with an open heart the way you (laughs) refuse to watch all of it well Uh, you may be disappointed i don't don't think i am i don't think i am because i'll watch it even if i don't love it i'll be like this is very informative to nat so i will enjoy it also it's a musical i'm not hard to please Anyway, so the story, uh, to keep it, like, super, super brief, is that 
obviously there's a girl and there's a guy they're called like non-resident indians because they both live in london um, but they don't i guess they're not like permanent residents of london or whatever um and so they live there with their respective families the girl played by kajal she goes by just the one name this actress (laughs) because that's what she's famously known as she has a very like conservative family conservative father whatever and like right at the beginning of the movie he's having like a discussion with one of his like one of his best friends or whatever and his son is looking to get married and as typical Daisy families do they arrange a marriage between buddies and they're like all right this is gonna work out and so she's quite disappointed but she's also like I don't want to disappoint my father so she's like all right I'll go with the arrangement but she's like before I do that despite him being like super conservative she convinces her family to let her travel around Europe before she gets married so that she like you know has her like free like it's rum like bas- springer i was gonna say rum springer <laughs> like basically has her like rum springer but like just you know like casual it's like 90s style travel so it's not not anything crazy <laughs> um and so she like hops on a train travels off whatever shahrukh khan who plays raj his like favorite name for all of his like romantic lead movies it's literally the name that they always give him it's either raj or rahul or something like that but raj comes in and he at the beginning of the movie, meets her father because her father runs a convenience store of some sort, I think, and he comes in to buy beer. And her dad is like, no, it's after hours now. And then I guess he, like, angrily, like, throws money on the counter and takes the beer anyway. And so her dad was like, ah, hate this guy. You're, you're a disgrace to India. Whatever. And, like, sends him on his way. Whatever. Little does he know, Shah Rukh Khan is also, Raj, is also going on a little, like, trip around Europe, meets her on the train instantly, insta-love. Falls in love right in that moment. Wow. She's like, I'm not really that interested in this man. <laughs> so she tries to, this is how it always goes. It's usually the girl plays coy, and she's, like, not really that interested, and the guy really has to try to woo her. And she's just like, nah. And so she's just, like, running away from him, and he's just stalking her, basically. So, you know. Healthy. <laughs> toxic, but, you know, whatever. Back, back in the day, um... So that's what happens, but she realizes that she still has to have her arranged marriage, whatever. She realizes she falls in love with him on this trip as they go out and stuff like that and, like, explore Europe together with friends. She comes back home, tells her mother about it. Her dad overhears and in a in a conservative rage <laughs> is like, no, absolutely not. You will not be marrying this other boy, whatever. I don't want you to think about him, blah, blah, blah. So she's just like, all right, whatever. And then he's just like, well, I'm going to move you back to India now because... You're the worst. <laughs> so, he, so he takes her back to India and Raj is just like, oh, I'm in love with her. I'm going to go like find her at her house. I don't know how he got her address, whatever. Shows up at her house, finds out from a neighbor that she's moved to India. So he's like, oh, I got to go find her. And classic, classic move from any rom-com. He goes, he flies over to go find her. But what happens In a country is, with one billion people. How are you going to exa- find her? How are you going to find her? Apparently everyone knows everyone though. So he f- yeah. somehow finds her, comes there to go woo her and her convince her family. And then of course the father's like, it's that guy from the convenience store. And so it's just like him trying to convince the family. But there's an iconic scene in this movie with the best song on this album where she's basically, it's like, I think it's the day before the wedding to the arranged dude. Um, and it's, she's wearing this beautiful, like, light green, like, sari gown situation. Probably a langa, actually. She's probably wearing a langa because it's, like, the wedding thing. It's the day before the wedding, so it's not the official wedding day. And, like, he's attending her before wedding party somehow. Because, <laughs> you know, there's no invites. Everyone's invited. 
So there's like hundreds of people at this thing. There's a beautiful dancing and he's basically sending her off to be with this other dude. And it's such, oh, it's such an iconic scene. I love this wedding so much. But of course that's not what happens. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's a classic Bollywood film. It definitely, like, if you're going to get an entry into any Bollywood film, this is the one to do it because... Basically, any you watch after that are going to have the same two actors, probably. <laughs> I have a very important question about a brown wedding uh, staple now. Sure. There's the classic, if you want to interrupt, crash, really rom-com up a North American wedding. Mm-hmm. You come in when they say, uh, you know, speak now or ever hold your peace if you don't think these two people should be married. You can crash before that for sure. You can have a runaway bride situation, but that line is the most dramatic moment. Mm-hmm. So what would be the most dramatic event to crash in a brown wedding? Like at what point in the five day wedding would you want, would you wait to the fifth day? Would you want to come in at the first? Do you, do you go halfway through? Like when are you causing you the most drama? You can't crash a brown wedding. No, but I mean like, when I say crash, I don't just mean like attending. Like you went there with the explicit purpose of getting the bride to not get married and to marry you instead. What's the final moment before you can't really do that anymore? They're married. I mean, before they sign the papers, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like it just, or before, like, it, I guess it depends on which religion all, as well. Like there's like the moment. So like in Hindi weddings, they have to like do the thing where they go around. Around a table, right? Yeah. Like around yeah. something and then they're tied together. So I think before that moment, um, for others, I think there's like a, a bracelet exchange moment. So before that, for Muslim weddings, before you sign something, it's just signed papers, really. <laughs> and like there's okay, an imam so he- there. So hear me out. Okay. Uh, new rom-com movie idea. A disaffected, like like an, uh, an immigrant, you know, Indian person who has lived in North America his whole life. He's part of the like North Indian American is how he would refer to himself. All of that meets an Indian girl from India, falls in love with her, finds out that she's engaged and is about to go off to be married. He's like, oh my God, but I love her. I can't let this happen. He does the big dramatic moment. He goes over to India. He tries to somehow find her through an auntie network. He finds, <laughs> you know, Truly. distant relatives that he like vaguely knows of that he's that have visited America before, but he's never been there. He finds her. He wants to have that moment where he goes to enter the wedding, but he has no idea which religion she is. So he's not sure which event that he should crash and he doesn't know which day to go to the wedding. And so he just keeps going to the wedding on each individual day, you know waiting to find out really when funny he can find her. As, because they're both Indian, that would never happen because they absolutely know what each other's religion is. <laughs> Majority is going to be Hindu, obviously. I, listen, but... I, I, to keep it from being like a, a white man that doesn't know anything, I'm just saying like maybe but he's like so North American. Here's what's funny about this. This is like a fun fact I was going to bring in. If they had gone with the original actor that they wanted for this film they absolutely would have had a moment where there was some confusion because the director wanted to hire instead of Shah Rukh Khan Tom Cruise (laughs) (laughs) which would have been so funny like imagine imagine the insanity of that just like what a wild wild choice and then I guess like one of the other like co-creators of the movie was like absolutely not (laughs) 
Yeah, and that's probably a good good call. Um, <laughs> but like in like, in this case, like he knows he knows like in what mode he does try to interfere in this movie essentially. But I guess like really, there's every every brown wedding, there is a moment where like there's an imam or there's some religious person speaking, and in that moment, that's probably where you would interrupt, just like you would at like a at a Christian wedding. Because I'm just thinking, like, I want, like, I love the this idea. I want it to be big. I don't think it should be a white man. It's got to be something else. You know what I'm saying? It could, still, it could be interracial, but it can't be someone white. It's got to be, but it has to be someone who, like, doesn't know enough about when to jump in, but does get all of their romance ideas from movies and from, like, a very North American aesthetic. So, like, they jump in, and maybe it's, like, a Hindi wedding with the, the going around in the circles three times, and he's just sort of watching, waiting, and then, like, they go around twice, and then he jumps in, and he's like, wait, now? Is now good? Don't finish walking! You Don't go around one more time! Marry I think, me. like, the other problem is with that is I don't think that would ever happen because of religious implications. People would never want to disrespect the gods. So... No, but here's what I'm talking about. Like, this is a person that doesn't know anything. It's They're like me bumbling. being like, what? And to be fair, it what doesn't do you have mean? to... Exactly. It doesn't have to end with her then being like, oh my god, of course I'll run away with you. Maybe it ends with, clearly, this wouldn't work. You know nothing. I didn't even have feelings for you. Maybe it's like a funny thing. He ends up marrying someone that he meets at the wedding, like one of the random sisters or cousins. I'm just saying, I think that we we can make this work. I think we can bring this together. I feel like I think this there's something never... missing here. I can't imagine it. Like I honestly, I knowing how brown weddings go, there would be so many factors where this would absolutely not work. There's just too many. Fa- there's too many factors involved. First of all, nobody would blink if somebody random showed up. Second of all, if there's that, a but that's moment, what makes it work. That's how we can get there's that no far. Real, there's no real quiet moments where you can just steal the show. There's no like moment specific. Like I have the why time. He's so confused. That's why he doesn't know when the, to do half it. Half the time they've already signed the papers before the actual wedding ceremony, so they're already so maybe that's the drama. That maybe that's the drama, and then she has to explain like you understand this is just for show, right? Like we're already married. What's the wedding when the groom rides in on a donkey? Or did you guys know what I'm talking about? Doesn't that happen? Donkey, horse? I swear Um, to God. Sometimes the bride is carried on a a carriage thing, kind of like a queen (laughs) with like four people. What was with the groom? He He arrives on a live animal and then the other guy steals that animal, lures him away. So the groom never arrives and then he takes his place. There we go. That's... I have to go, now. I have to Google this. You're looking at me. Groom <laughs> arrives. This must be this. So this is funny enough. I was like, ooh, the other Indian wedding I'm thinking of was. Um, have you guys ever seen the or have you seen that newer Tom and Jerry movie? There's an Indian wedding in that one, and it's insane. Tom and Jerry, like the yeah, mouse like, and the cat. Yes, it, there's an Indian wedding in that movie. It's so so good. All right. I will no. say I enjoyed that movie, but there was an Indian wedding in that that was like above and beyond over the top. And I was like, yeah, but this is normal. <laughs> and so there's a moment where they ride in on elephants, which not not actually normal. Um, yeah. And that just made me think of that because I was like, I don't I honestly I feel like there's a lot of things that depict a lot of animals present, but I don't think that often happens at weddings. I think there's just too many logistics involved. <laughs> I think at most, maybe a horse. Maybe. This is a Hindu a in Hindu and Sikh carriage? weddings. The groom is led to the marriage venue in a procession known as the Bharat, and that's a white horse. 
Oh yeah, a white horse. Yeah. So you take yeah. so the other guy is gonna learn this horse away with carrots, and that groom never arrives. And then he takes his place. I, I thought never arrives. groom never arrives. I mean, I I could I could fuck with that. I like and then they're like, idea. "Where's the groom?" And then this guy shoots up, "I'm the groom." And then no one knows since everyone who got invited to this wedding doesn't <laughs> the actually other, know the bride and groom. The other fine. moment is instead of stealing the shoes, steal the groom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, no, no, no. I'm really sold on the idea that like. The immediate family is the only family that, like, looking at that man knows him well enough to be like, oh, that's who it is. So many other distant relatives and random people are invited that all he has to do is keep, like, 10 people away. And so if yeah. he just keeps those 10 people from coming and he just jumps in, and he's like, no, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm the groom. But then that's gross. What is she going to do? She probably, like, does she recognize him in, in this scenario? Does she yeah. know who she's marrying or is she marrying a stranger? That's going to, okay, there's implications now about the consent. I don't know where this goes, but I think we've talked she about She could just yell, but she'd be like, I don't know you. And then he'd be like, what do you mean? And then comedy. <laughs> comedy but if we are, if we're still doing this podcast, when that Broadway musical comes out, we're booking that trip to New York. Yeah. We're going, we're staying for a weekend. We're going to watch it. We'll do an episode about it. So look forward to that, listeners. So, Christina, what's your wedding pick? All right. So I do have several honorable mentions I want to bring up afterwards. We can go through a couple of iconics because I was struggling. Like, there's many, many, many that I could pick from. There's also some that I think are, like, the perfect wedding movie or scene. But, or, or yeah, like, overall movie. But, like, were the weddings in them actually that iconic? And this is me calling out 27 dresses particularly. Who's to say? Probably not. So when it really came down to it, there was one that I just kept coming back to over and over again. And it's really the antithesis of what I wanted to pick. I wanted to pick something that ended up being kind of interesting, kind of unique, maybe small, maybe even something where like the marriage, it's like a wedding where the marriage didn't actually happen. Like I wanted to pick something interesting, something different. But at the end of the day, when you ask me, what is the best movie in a book or a movie or TV show, it's got to be the big ass wedding in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm, good one. It has to be because one. let me tell you. So I think at this point, Crazy Rich Asians is well enough known to our audience. I think we even talked about the plot before. So there's not much to go on there. But the big element of that movie is that they are going to this wedding and through going to this wedding and the absurd lavishness of the wedding and home, that's one of the ways that she realizes the main character realizes how incredibly rich her boyfriend is and like how out like their life experiences are so different. And when we were talking about that going from a book to a movie, I was really invested in how that was going to look because the way the book describes it, it's still, it's big and it's gorgeous, but it it seems, I don't want to say tacky. It, it seems like it wouldn't, it seems like it wouldn't translate well into a movie still being gorgeous. It looks like it would, it sounds like it would look fucking terrible. So I was really interested to see what they were going to do. And when you start the movie and you get to the part where they're at the wedding and everyone's in their gorgeous dresses and they're going inside a building, but there's all this fucking foliage and leaves are absolutely everywhere. And the room looks smaller than you think it would. So I was kind of surprised at first. I was like, hmm this is nice, but not necessarily what I was expecting. Like nothing about it was really hitting for me at first, even though it was very beautiful. But then, then the music starts 
everybody's in their seats. The bride, his best man, everybody, they're all at the front. The the maids of honors, whatever, they're there as well. There's singing going on in the background. She's playing, um, she's singing, what is it? Can't help falling in love. And then finally, we get the moment where the bride is coming out. And I'm pretty sure the first thing you see Water starts slowly rising Mm -hmm. from the ground, creating a little pool underneath everyone's feet. You're like, oh, and then and this is the this is the thing that was perfect. The music dead stops just and the music. The whole thing is silent. And from underneath a white gown, a single like completely naked leg comes out and gently places her foot into the water And then she starts walking in her wedding dress and the bottom of the wedding dress is getting covered in all this water as she slowly starts walking down the aisle towards the the middle and then like as she starts walking the music starts back on again and everyone is like oh my god what a moment and girl me in the theater me too what a moment (laughs) I have never ever in my life been like like what a visual that it was perfection. It was perfection. One, I will say from the aspect of just like adapting a book, I think they did a great job there because they did something that couldn't happen in the book. No matter how well or how beautiful something is visually described in a book, it's hard to get a gaspable moment when a writer is slowly describing to you sort of what's going on. Like it's beautiful, you can think of something in your head, it's amazing, but you're not necessarily gonna have that like, oh my God. The fact that they use the music stopping to be like, no, you don't understand. This is so beautiful. The sound stopped. The sound stopped working, even though it was intense. Ooh, it was good. And then also, if you think about it, what are the logistics of this? Also, how much money do you have to have to not just be able to make this happen, but to have probably spent like $200,000 on a wedding dress? And then you were like, nah, but I'm going to get it wet. It's going to be wet from the bottom down for the entire however long the ceremony lasts. I, if you, to this day... The most beautiful concept, the most beautiful, beautifully filmed wedding, it all worked. All of them. And then, oh my God, when all of the guests pull out their little thing. So like at some weddings, like the one we went to yesterday, there were bubbles for when the wife is walking back down the aisle with her husband. Um, you know, some people that have the rice, the confetti. The fact that when she was walking up the aisle, everyone pulls out the sticks the like little garden leaves with the little lights hanging down mm. over them. So she's just like lit up from the sides. I just realistically, you think about what it would take to pull this off. Amazing. Amazing. I love that scene so much. It's 1 million percent better than the way that the um, actual wedding sounded like in the book. I thought the wedding in the book was like wild, extravagant, but probably ugly because <laughs> of that. The mo- the wedding in the movie was stunning. Situations, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a that wedding. that moment of her stepping out and her bare leg coming up from underneath her skirt, unmatched. She's not wearing a shoe. In my mind, I'm picturing she's like a glittered a gladiator. Shoe. Nope, she's not wearing a shoe. I'm pretty confident she walks out barefoot. Ballsy. I mean, fact check me. Maybe I'm wrong, but when I picture it, she's barefoot. I'd love to mess up a wedding dress. Even just the fact of like being barefoot at your wedding and somehow that feels so elegant I oh 
Girl, be comfortable. That's what I took from that as well. She probably just wanted an excuse to not have to wear heels. And she was like, how can I make this work? Let's do a whole water scene that Beyonce would have. But like for me. (laughs) Beyonce's wedding. Exactly. I think her leg is painted in gold. uh, Gold paint. So that's why I assumed it was shoes. She's like shimmering. Gold paint. Yep. Stunning. Stunning. So if you, (sighs) if I had to pick the height of like a visual reputation of a wedding it's that however some of my more favorite like personal almost makes me cry like filmed versions of weddings i was really struggling i almost picked uh david and patrick's wedding from schitt's creek because everything about that was perfect moira rose in her pope outfit alexis wearing a wet white wedding dress so it looks like she's the one getting married because she just thought it was a white gown and didn't realize it was clearly a wedding dress patrick uh patrick david wearing a kilt um everything about the fact that it was black and white so all the guests were in black and white i thought that was stunning but it was all small and intimate and cute and stupid because that's what the show is like love that one 27 dresses one of the most iconic wedding movies of all time so unfortunate to this day that it's katherine heigl that's in that movie because really i think we could have appreciated it much more and I could feel better about continuing to watch it to this day, which I do. Um, if I enjoy Bride Wars. Anyone else? Bride Wars? I, I'm not going It's a good one. Anne Hathaway and... Yeah. I mean, uh, ultimately, Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, ultimately, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a wedding backdrop, but it's really about female friendship, you know? Yep. In my heart. There was, a, there was another wedding movie that I really enjoyed, too. A wedding movie that I also wanted to bring up was the classic the iconic mama mia mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. because what i really like about that wedding is, is that, that wedding they... i fucking hate you <laughs> yeah it's the whole premise uh, this is how i know that you don't love us and that you do you don't watch things with open hearts for us because the whole premise of that movie is that because this young girl is about to get married she wants to find out who her father is so he can walk her down the aisle and then at the end of the movie the crux of it is she realizes she didn't want to get married in the first place and she was using the wedding as an excuse to find that information for her mom which she thought would be happier and then my favorite part her and her fiance realized we don't really want this and we kind of do that from the beginning and we realize that we're too young for this and we just want to live our best lives so they in fact do not get married and then meryl streep and pierce brosnan end up stealing the wedding for themselves and they actually get married romance but it's like the core premise of the movie is the fact that a wedding is happening oh yeah several songs are about the wedding the songs <laughs> i'm trying to be like is there any tv shows that had big iconic weddings from like characters getting married and, and the only one i'm thinking is one trio <laughs> uh, honestly friends is actually one of those but mm. Mm. friends had a couple like oh jim and pam from the specifically office specifically the one where he says rachel instead that was, of yeah that was, was the one Emma? i was thinking no, of i think monica and chandler's Mm-hmm. wedding was also technically a big deal but the one where he said rachel's name and they were in london and that was when monica and chandler got together i don't like knowing how much you know about friends there was another iconic wedding it's a jim and pam jim and, pam. jim and pam's probably up there although um, you say that and when i actually think about it but i'm not someone that watches the office every single same. year i don't actually remember what they're they're, they're on niagara falls and they get married on a boat 
together mm-hmm. themselves without anyone else around because they knew the wedding would be a shit show with all their colleagues invited. I do like that. I was trying to think about situations where that sort of thing happened and I was struggling to come up with some. One of the reasons that I like the David and Patrick wedding is because in connection with the show, you know, there it's a really good storyline from David being who he is at the beginning of the show to then having a really nice, small, intimate wedding in a venue that is not like him um, to then having his reception like outside the motel that his father owns in this tiny ass small town that he's now chosen to like live in um it was it was very it was it was a great representation of also like like his character development so it was nice and small and it was cute but i was trying oh, to think of ones where there was another one i mean this one's not like obviously more commonplace but it's i'm sure i've talked about this before there's a uh, an indian show called made in heaven um mm-hmm. and it's about a basically like a bridal planning team or duo or whatever what are they called like wedding planners basically um and they do obviously some iconic indian bollywood style weddings um but like then there's like the whole story their backstory like one never is gonna get married and the other one is gay um and is brown so it's like a big big deal but like they do quite a few iconic weddings and that's a tv show so there's a lot for the eyeballs there oh I was going to say another iconic Indian one would be, I mean, this is obviously more for brown people, but Dave Das. <laughs> Beautiful. Everything stunning. Everything, every scene is stunning in this movie. So what's the translation gorgeous. of that? Um, it's literally a name. <laughs> it's oh, like okay. the main character's name. Yeah. Dave Das. It's based on a Bengali short story by, um, what's his name? Tagore. What's his first name? I can't remember. I used to know this. <laughs> I'd give a couple more shout outs to one of the most iconic queer wedding movies, Imagine Me and You. I don't think I've watched this one. That was a dead silence that that got. But it's a sapphic romance where uh, it's a bride and her best friend. And the bride is about to get married. And she's like, oh. Jokes. Is it- <laughs> Oops. Um, then I think we got to talk. There's so many to bring up. Like when I think about them, I'm also just looking through a list because I was trying to drag my memory. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. I, my family watched that movie so much when I was a child. I'm talking like I probably watched that movie once a month for several years. We had to throw our DVD out because it got so scratched up from watching it so much. And I'm like, oh my God. I... Like, I think we watched it every weekend. Because it's fantastic. Excellent movie. The second, the sequel, not that great. Shouldn't have been made. Agreed. (laughs) And I think we can wrap it up with one of, not, one of our absolute favorite wedding movies that I'm realizing we didn't even think to bring up for this one. And probably it's because the actual wedding itself is not a large part of the movie. Really, it's the wedding night that is the, the main premise of the movie. But ready or not. Oh, of course. I watched that. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That one, excellent. Mm. Also amazing. I I think that's our our thing. Like several iconic weddings. If you have a great iconic wedding movie that you want to talk about, or you have a problematic wedding movie that you want to talk Mm. about. Because here's the thing. I love these, but the majority of these I watched in the 
early 2000s. And so I have a nostalgia for them. But then you go back and you watch Sweet Home Alabama again. And you're like, she outs her best friend. Which is crazy. Because, like, as we were talking about this topic, I was thinking about it. And, like, my favorite, because I was like, oh, obviously I'll choose, like, an Indian movie. But my some of my favorite Indian movies that are around a wedding or whatever are ones where they actually don't end up getting married. And I was like, ooh, that might be too sad for this topic. <laughs> like, but they're not sad. They're just really funny and really good. But I was like, oh, I really wish I could have talked about these ones. But I was like, no. It's for Aurora. It's got to be a happy ending. It's a happy ending. These are weddings <laughs> where good things happened. Well, but we have... Up to us because what I was thinking of as well, Maid of Honor with uh, yeah. Patrick Dempsey. Man of, oh, it's man of Honor? As fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought it was Man of Honor. No, it's Maid of Honor, but it's M-A-D-E. Right. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Look at that. I was going <laughs> to say, we have Bridgerton. Every season should be a wedding. Are they going to make it good? <laughs> I'm coming in. Coming in hot. <laughs> but I, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I can't think of a historical romance where the wedding was Happens? big and elaborate. Wouldn't, wouldn't they don't Dan even happen. Abby have one? No? Wouldn't what? Maybe. Would have, would have Downton Abbey had one? Possibly. I didn't want, I, well, no, I, I, I never watched, watched it, people so. get married in that, but I don't remember. Depending on your title, your, your wedding can be lavish. So yeah. like if you're a duke or is he a duke in Bridgerton? What is he? Earl? Whatever. The bigger you are, one? <laughs> maybe the second because, one. Maybe it's because the weddings in historical fiction are really just an excuse to fuck that they just sort of feel like a prelude versus something where the wedding is the main event. Well, they didn't have the like notion of like white dress, bridesmaid. Well, you had bridesmaid, but it wasn't a big deal compared to what it is now. So that's why they don't exist. It's really a very modern, uh, modern creation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of on the North yeah. American side. On the, yeah, the on wedding our side, industry. It would, be, it would be for funerals. White, white as mm. death. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, also another movie where they get married just to fuck. A Walk to Remember. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Sparks moment. We don't mention him. Yeah, we don't talk about that man. <laughs> anyway, that is our wedding episode, as mentioned. So, again, if you have any of your favorite iconic weddings, especially in the book, because, again, we wanted to bring up some books, but I think there's something about a visual representation mm-hmm. of a wedding. It's almost mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. half the part. Um, let us know on Instagram or on Twitter at EatsCast. Uh, send us your favorite wedding pins or your wedding Pinterest board yeah. on our Pinterest account, Everyone and Their Sister Pod. Let if us you know. Need suggestions, I'll be there. Let us, Share let us them know with about me. your, I'm going to call out someone, but I'm not going to mention which one of my two co-hosts it is. Let us know about your Excel file that already lays out all the things that you want to happen at your wedding. You think um, it's me, but it's not. You're not. <laughs> you think it's me, but I want I want it on record. I do not have a wedding Pinterest board. <laughs> I, I do not a want a wedding Pinterest board. It's I said Excel sheet, yeah, which is again people could people would assume it's me, but I want it on record. It's not me. Maybe she's it's, lying. We don't. It's know. not even stuff in it. It's just a, a guest list. <laughs> All right, so we had a weird cut there because Steph said some things that I can't keep into the episode. What? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Also, congratulations to our friend Aurora. We're so happy for her. Confirmed. Their their couple name is Dejora. Dejora. Okay. Uh, 
congratulations to them. I also keep saying congratulations to Aurora. Like, she didn't marry someone. Dejan. Dejan. <laughs> congratulations to both of you. We're so happy to be there. It was so lovely. And it inspired us to do this episode uh, for everyone else to listen to. Um, thanks so much. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Well, then I'm accidentally stalking a lot of people. Yeah, I believe that. You're very creepy.